the first broke out with this. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Everybody and welcome to this our forty fifth episode of Vampires Piss. I am Cassidy, and I am Mateo, and this is the show where we watch the same movie over and over again and expect different outcomes. Yes, I, you... I might be projecting. <laughs> uh, I, I think. Well, I mean, I think when you watch it forty five times, it's like that's what you hope will happen. You know. Yeah, and it's not a good thing to hope because it won't happen. No, it's uh I mean it's that, you know, kind of edgelord Reddit like definition of insanity type thing. <laughs> you repeat the same thing over and over again. I don't know, it's like a <laughs> cry or some shit. Probably from something it before is. that, but it's yeah, it's probably like an actual philosopher's quote that then the guy with the mohawk from Far Cry Three said, and then everyone was like, "This guy's just like the Joker, actually." Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Joker was a hey, philosophy major, right? Uh, I'd believe so. Do you think Nicolas Cage would make a good Joker? Would he make a good Joker? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I think so. I think. I mean, I guess. My expectations for the Jokers also is that, like, I don't really want to see any more actors betray him for, like, mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. So I feel like I would hope that he would be, like, the nail in the coffin Joker where people are just like, this is too much. We we need to, we need, we're, we're in Joker fatigue right now. Like, let's not do this for a little bit. But I think. Yeah. That's true. I think he would give an interesting performance. Uh, I think for sure that he would try very hard, as he always does. Yes, yes. That you can't deny that. I th- I do think that he has the power to fully take the energy out of everyone who is enthusiastic about the Joker, mm-hmm. and I think that's what America needs. Yeah. I. Um, I think I saw, yeah. I don't know, I actually don't know if it's real, but I saw something saying that Clayface was going to be in the new Matt Reeves Batman sequel. I also saw that. I think and it might at be first bullshit. I was, I, I, yeah, I don't know f- for sure one way or the other, but uh, the idea excited me until yeah. one of my roommates said that uh, it's probably going to suck because they're probably going to like do the thing that they've done since Christopher Nolan's Batman, where they make the villain like a gritty and realistic version of that villain. Um, yeah, I don't want that. And so he's not going to be like a clay mutant man. He's going to be like a serial killer that like makes clay masks of all his victims or some shit like that. Aw, that's not fun. Yeah, I and I'm like, man, first of all, I hope he's actually in the movie. And second of all, I do hope he is a monster made of clay. I don't want him to be I don't want him to be a human man who kills. I want him to be a clay monster that kills. Yeah, and like I think the first movie's already done the kind of like seven serial killery type thing. Mm-hmm, like I think mm-hmm. they could try some new stuff. I understand I that they don't want to be like super goofy, but 
the Batman movie had some humor in it. I don't think it took itself so seriously that it was the Batman kind of cringe, uh, you know. Batman is so campy. Yeah. Like it is it is dark and gritty, but I feel like there's a lot of Batman that's so campy and I think that They've got fucking Robert Pattinson. Why are they squandering this man on non-campy material? Please, I'm begging you. Put Nicolas Cage in the room with him. Put Make Nick, Nicolas Cage play with Robert face. Pattinson? Yes. I would love I would to, like see to see that actor-on-actor actor interview. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like... Okay, so I understand maybe Clayface might be a reach. Maybe that's asking too much. But I think Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. would be, like, the most realistic, but also, like, still, you know, like, a little a little campy, a little, like, superhero-y yes. with, like, the powers and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be disappointed by that. But, like, more Joker just... Do you know who the guy is, who's playing it is? Uh, is it Barry Keegan? I thought it was Barry Keegan. Maybe. What I don't remember. He, he was the kid, the like little loser kid from the Banshees of Inisherin. Mm. He was the freak weirdo from A Killing of a Sacred Deer. Mm-hmm. He was the little scamp who like steals and ties up uh, the guy from The Green Knight. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was Barry yeah. Keegan, but honestly, now that I'm saying it, I don't know. I think, I, I mean, I've only seen him in Banshees, so, like, I don't think I would mind that if he was the first fully Irish Joker. Oh, that I'd would be, be great. Yeah, just, like, for no reason. Just make him an Irish immigrant. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm down for that. I want a little bit of silliness, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would really much prefer them to do that over what they're currently doing, which he is just crazy and evil because he's like deformed or whatever. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Let's not do this. Oh, well. <laughs> it's so lazy. It is. But we have bigger problems than that. We do. We have we have to watch this movie more after this. I was talking about my iPhone storage, but yes, that too. Oh, yeah, that too. This podcast is literally destroying <laughs> pieces of your life. Uh, I don't I don't even think that it's the podcast. I think it's more just like all my photos and like voice memos. I have like thousands of voice memos and shit like that. Uh, but That's fair. Yeah, but I I don't normally use iCloud cuz I'm afraid of like <laughs> I think my grandfather might be using one of my iCloud things, and I remember, like, I was trying to do stuff on my phone and affecting his thing, and seeing, mm. like, some of his selfies appear on my iPad, and I'm like, fuck, man. I have all this, like, images to move, but it's like... And I'm looking at the, the, the photos that I'm backing up on my computer as we speak right now, and I'm just like, fuck. I can't let my grandfather see these nudes of me. Like, I just, but I gotta... I, gotta I was just about them. to say. It, it's all that. It's all about that. I mean, there's other stuff, too. Like, I don't want him to see... Sure. The, the, the homosexual memes of Shadow the Hedgehog, you know? Like, I don't think he'll under... <laughs> I just think that's... That would be a, a bad thing for me mm-hmm. as, as his grandchild, you know? To subject him to, like, this crazy yeah. modern world, you know? But... Mm-hmm. Grandpa's not ready for the homosexual memes of Shadow the Hedgehog. They're just too powerful. He's not, but, like, these news are fire. Like, I can't lose them, you know? Like, it's... <laughs> uh, 
I wish I was good at taking nudes. I don't have any on my phone. The most embarrassing things on my phone is uh, it's really just all the memes. That's yeah. that's really it. I don't have nudes of myself. I'm too bad at taking them. It is difficult. It's about the angles, you know, but... Yeah, I was never... Despite going to film school, I was never amazing at photography. Yeah, me neither. I think I think it helps that I took them while, like, and save ones that I was sending to another person. You know, I think, like, mm. just doing them on my own. Well, that's not true. I did some of them, like, that wasn't intended for anyone but myself. But the point and is, that's... they're not the embarrassing things on my phone. The memes about Shadow the Hedgehog are the embarrassing <laughs> things, by far. I'm very... Yeah. Yeah. These aren't classy by any means. I'm still scrolling past them. These aren't classy by any means, <laughs> but, you know... Yeah. Um well, I'm sure the many hours of vampires piss that are on your phone didn't help your phone's health. Perhaps not. Um but here's hoping that the the artful nudes can at least be recovered. Truly. What do you Um Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I'm just I I'm still scrolling. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I don't want to see that." You know, that's not that's no good at all. <laughs> I think we can all agree. There's stuff on our phones we don't want our grandparents seeing. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, how is your watch? Because mine was fucking long. <laughs> my watch was actually pretty good. Um, I think my... Uh, what's the word? Attention uh, was drifting off a little bit. Because I was having my phone issues, and it was just, like, in an endless mm. cycle of, like, restarting, and then, like, black circle of death, and then, like, looking normal for a second, and then opening the passcode and it breaking. So, like, I oh, I have, must admit, I it didn't have my full attention, but I was, I enjoyed my watch, though. I think I was really a bit more critical of it. Yeah, I think also just because, I don't know if you were able to watch it, but I watched a recent episode of Community, well, not a recent episode, but I recently watched an episode I, of Community, which referenced Nicolas Cage. I did Nicolas watch this. Cage. Yes. Yeah. I, and, I, I, you, at, at your behest, I did watch the, the episode literally minutes before hopping on the record. Yeah. So I just thought that that was just really good random timing that that happened the night that I had to do. The yeah. Watch. There's uh, there's yeah. little bits of Nicolas Cage that sneaks into my day to day life. Mm-hmm. Like in the mirror when you wake up. Yeah. Every day. Sometimes I see his face and I wake up screaming. Mm-hmm. Screaming like oh yeah or like screaming like oh no like. You know, Either? it depends on the day. Depends on the day. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a this was a very apropos. I uh, it did make me think like, what do we like based on like for those who have not seen this episode? Yeah. Um, it's the episode is largely just about the main guy. I think his name is Jeff. His name is Jeff. Uh, yes he's a teacher and he doesn't like it. And that's what the main thrust of the episode is. But there is a, a side plot where, um, Abed takes a Nicholas Cage, good or bad class, mm-hmm, which is a great, um, and he, you know, a great class to take in film school. Or I agree. College. I would have loved to take that class. I think I would have passed. I think I would have actually found the answer. Absolutely. Um, I think although that is like a concept, like, kind of spread far too thin to be like its mm-hmm. own elective course 
I definitely see the value in that, in that discussion. I think we'd both be mm. interested in taking a class like that. I would teach a class like that. And I wouldn't just focus on Nicolas Cage, but he would be a, he would at least be a unit yeah. of the class. I guess like and it would in... be about like bad movies. I would teach oh, a class okay. on bad movies in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Trash Cinema 101. Mm-hmm. Yes. That'd be great. I think also discussing him in the context of method acting would be cool too. Yeah, I don't. Well, that that's where it gets a little hairy for me because I am not an actor, yeah. um, and I don't know anything about acting theory. Mm-hmm. So I would probably defer to anyone I know who's actually acted before or, and has taken classes on acting. Yeah. Um, yeah just read but if that you're guy, asking me, like Salisbury or whatever the fucking guy's name who taught Marlon Brando and Marilyn Monroe, that's where like oh, the method comes. Yeah. From. It, you already know more than me about this. I think maybe you should teach this class. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't read his book yet, but it mm. I, I've seen Broey Deschanel YouTube video essays. Broey Deschanel? Deschanel? Yeah, big shout out Broey Deschanel. She's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is this a real person? Like, this is a real person. She's a very good uh, film YouTuber. Uh, she makes very Fuck good yeah. YouTube video essays focused on like a kind of feminist lens also she herself i think is like went to film school and like she gets people who are actors to discuss stuff and she has a very good uh video on method acting itself and the problems with it that i don't remember the name but if you look up roe de chanel uh method acting video essay i'm sure it will pop up but hell yeah yeah i don't remember nicholas cage being mentioned in that though Sadly. I mean, listen, he w- he's a hard guy to get. You Both you and I know. Yeah, of course. He's hard to get. He He's very hard to get. We've been trying since day one, but... it's It just hasn't come through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Abed, uh, right? Abed, yeah. Okay. So basically for, in the episode... For, I think for like people who ha- maybe haven't seen community college, it surrounds this group of friends who go to like this terrible community college that has like very mm-hmm. bullshit electives like history of ice cream and stuff which sounds fun but like is not taught by professionals in this episode like the main guy uh jeff winger he's like teaching law because he's a bullshit lawyer and he's doing it to save the school that doesn't matter though because what matters is abed who's like the film fanatic like he's can only talk to people like through like referencing movies and stuff like that he's just like me for real for sure he's very yes he autistic king (laughs) by autistic king he's great uh very relatable um Mm. but the point is that this teacher is like okay so we're gonna take this easy so i want you to watch i don't remember if it was three or five nicholas cage movies it was which i could do in a heartbeat absolutely you know and i'd probably pick this probably pick moonstruck national Mm -hmm. treasure uh i don't think uh maybe just for origin story watch uh valley girl i guess mm. and maybe that scorsese movie he's in uh those that, are good choices yeah that i've yet to watch i i would go a lot more horror skewed where i would okay. pick this mm-hmm. i would pick mandy right. i would pick colorado space i would pick um uh willie's wonderland mm-hmm and then what's another horror movie put, he's been in would you not horror i'm assuming but would you put unbearable weight of massive talent 
Uh, I mean, I'd put it in the curriculum. I don't think I'd put it on my five picks. Yeah. For just the assignment, I would. What's what's another horror movie he's been in? Uh, Ghost Rider, I guess. <laughs> That's horror adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. But, but I think yeah. the 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 point in the episode is to like just pick five because it's a lot to it's a lot to get into the the movie that mm-hmm. we're talking about almost not exclusively but mostly on this podcast in itself warrants fifty plus episodes as you mm-hmm. know so just doing five Nick Cage movies to just kind of get a vibe for it I think is like a good taster like that could be like yeah already an ocean of substance to like and arguably garbage to just go through but in this episode abed chooses to watch every single nicholas cage film and he's been in like i think at least 70 different films and he's making charts and stuff and he's gone completely insane Mm -hmm. and this breaks abed and i think we could definitively answer this by just having watched this movie as many times as we have we've only watched one nicholas cage movie right um and I think we, I think we could answer it. Absolutely. I mean, there's just a lot of depth in this performance. I think for sure you'd need to watch maybe at least one other movie to see like, oh, mm-hmm. so like, is this just how he is? You know, like, is this just like a weird anomaly in his career? And it's like, yes and no, but mostly no, you know? Yeah. Um but I, I must ask you, what is your answer? Do you, Nicholas Cage, good or bad? Oh, fantastic. He's great. I mean... Yeah, I agree. I, I understand, like, from, like, a very kind of closed-minded, specific, rigid way of looking at what makes a, a mm-hmm. quote-unquote good actor that maybe he wouldn't fit into, like, a traditional kind of leading man, like, Oscar-winning dramatic actor, sure. Mm-hmm. But... I think if you watch enough of his movies and you observe his performance and like think about the choices that he's making, it's clearly all very purposeful and creates a unique effect mm-hmm. in the way that yeah. he, he's expressionist in his acting. And <laughs> again, I understand why someone would think it's bad, you know, like and <laughs> it would not be the most appropriate method in maybe not most movies, but there there's for sure a space and he's made that space for himself mm-hmm. and i think that's very respectable yeah i i think i think his performances are so strong in so many of the movies that he's in i'm sure that if we watched <laughs> all 70 oh bless you thank you i i'm sure that if we had watched all 70 80 plus movies that he has been in um, we'd probably find some ones where the energy is low and it would just yeah. be a boring movie. But mm-hmm. I think he injects so much energy and purpose into his performances that he um, he will elevate a bad movie into being entertaining. And right. I think that is what he is doing here. I, I think, think that yeah. he is saving this movie from what we are doing to it by the sheer force of will in his performance. Yeah, this movie would be nothing without him. And, you know, I think and I, this movie would be sundered by us because we're watching it over and over again. No yeah. movie should have that done to it, and yet this movie is still standing after our our horrible, horrible behavior, and it's all thanks to Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 
You know, in some ways, so, it's almost kind of existential as we look into the abyss that is Vampire's Kiss and know that, like, nothing mm-hmm. we ever do will be as impactful as this movie, arguably. Well, I'm... <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I'm I, not gonna... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna top this, but, mm-hmm. you know... It, I don't know. It, there's always a possibility. I... Maybe I'm not giving us enough credit, but I just <laughs> in thinking about like the the thousands of years when like you know society's corroded and we just have like these small bits of media like floating in space mm-hmm. like or maybe on some drive somewhere. I'm not sure if we're gonna be a blip, but vampires kiss man. Like I could see a whole secret society like driven around this man. I mean, for sure, I I could see it in the in the dystopian future. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I in re- in regards to Nicolas Cage's method and like I think what makes him a good mm-hmm. actor. It reminds me of this thing that Dean Ween from the band Ween said about golfing. And he was like sure. It's like when you're golfing, it's like you just swing as hard as you possibly can and like most of the time like you're going to fuck it up. But like when you actually accomplish it, you're going to look cool as shit. Hell yeah. And I dude. think th- I think that's what Nicolas Cage. I think he like he lacks restraint completely, but he is, he's just doing it, you know? My aunt is calling me, hang on. All right, the the podcast will take a quick recess. Yes. All right. What were we talking about? Um, I was talking about golf. Uh, I don't remember what happened after that. The You know, that's that's just how it goes on this podcast. My memory is so bad that... If the pause is long enough, I'll forget what we were talking about, and yeah. you, the listener, need to deal with that. I don't. I still don't think that I have explained from the plane episode what was going on when I started talking about my own haircut. I and I. I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to justify your creation, Cassidy. You know, I think it's, <laughs> it's cool to just let it let it be out there. Yeah, it's yeah. like what David Lynch I, said about like when someone was like, so when he was like oh Eraserhead's my most spiritual movie and the guy was like oh can you explain that and famously he said no and then he just moved David... on yeah David Lynch is a real king I wish David Lynch had had a chance to work with Nicolas Cage wait a minute I think he has he has wild at heart <gasps> oh fuck yeah we should watch perfect that. movies do exist I agree we should watch that it might be on Criterion I know like a lot of his movies got added recently Hell yeah, good for him. Uh-huh. The, the old guy deserves it. Yeah. Very quickly bringing it back to community, what did you think about the part when, in his Nicolas Cage class, Abed climbed on the table like a baby and started saying, I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> or how uh, like that? I think he was a cat, which made me oh, he's a think sexy about cat. cats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which it made me think about cats and made me wish that Nicolas Cage had been in Cats. Mm, oh yeah he'd be a good McCavity, yeah. i think he would be such a good McCavity. i mean idris elba did a good job but yeah. I, I think nicholas cage would do well too I, but here the other thing i would say about that is i also don't know that nicholas cage did like musical theater mm-hmm. so i don't he know seems that like he a would musical be very guy. I don't know. I don't know that he does. I like. I don't think I've ever seen him sing, so I actually don't know if he would be good 
in a musical theater production. Mm. I know that he's, well, he's definitely like a, a punk in his own right. And I know he's obsessed with mm-hmm. Elvis. So I can't help but feel that he might have a little bit of chops. Yeah. I can't I mean, imagine that he only... wouldn't try. The only evidence I have of Nicolas Cage's musical ability is from this film where he is <laughs> where he is singing uh like classical tunes. Right. Maybe he should have been in Tar. Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been something? Mm-hmm. If I saw Nicolas Cage and Monster Hunter in the same context, I think my brain would melt. Oh yeah. All right, well we got to recast it then. Or we could just make an edit of the movie. I mean, if you recast it, it doesn't matter. It's the same story. It it it's the same. I don't agree. I think <laughs> I think you the think, movie you don't would think be so? demonstrably worse with Nicolas Cage in it. I mean, in yes, it definitely would. Seriously. It would. It would lose the sympathy points that they're trying to get for making Tar a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were doing sympathy points. I think as much as yeah. Because I think if if she was made to be a man, there would be like kind of no point in making the movie. But I think in making mm-hmm. her a lesbian, kind of shows that even people who like you can argue are marginalized and definitely she definitely like being a female composer faced mm-hmm. that. But in rising to the top and kind of I don't know if respectability politics is the right word, but like. She plays to is. the yeah. She plays to the i to the the archetype of like the classically masculine kind of patriarchal conductor. Mm-hmm. You know, like in when when they question her about like oh like well what about all these other female composers and then she's like yeah but like we do have them and you know they're they're here and like she kind of disregards like the struggle that like female composers can have because she got there but all those people that yeah. she named like also t- i think i think that it's 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 pointed to like make her a woman you know and i think, I think it, it draws to, I, to the subject of like what's being critiqued you know that's fair i i i will say i just didn't like the movie very much mm-hmm. <laughs> i was i don't know that i've talked about this on the podcast you have yeah we, we i have that it. i was mm-hmm. that i was tricked into watching this movie yes you did <laughs> yeah 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 I I didn't love the movie, but I mean I can see I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just am of the opinion that it's like it 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 doesn't feel it didn't feel like a purposeful enough choice to me. Mm-hmm. But I would have to probably watch the movie again, which I don't feel like doing. It's very long. It is. I think I will eventually. Oh, well. uh, Let me know. Maybe I'll rewatch it with you. Yeah, sure. I guess. Uh, you should watch Maggie Mayfish's video on it. I think that that mm. illuminated a lot because I, you I, know I what, I would love to watch that because I, yeah. the 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 communal rage and at uh at the same time uh, amazement kind of made me in, in, incapable of critiquing the movie once they showed <laughs> us the the audience full of people dressed as Monster Hunter World characters. Yeah. And they were supposed to be in the Philippines, which is like, hey, what's up, my boys, my my Pinoy Monster Hunter dweebs, love you guys. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be the Philippines, but they're speaking Taiwanese, apparently. 
uh, according oh. to uh, some sources that hmm. I looked at. Well, I'm sure there's Monster Hunter fans there too. Yeah, Monster definitely. Hunter is a powerful franchise, and I didn't like the new one very much. Why not? Uh, it just felt like a downgrade from Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World was just so big and good that like when they made it smaller, it felt a little worse. Mm-hmm. I did like that they gave you a dog to ride around like a horse. Mm. Um, I just didn't really vibe with like the... I don't know. The monster designs were okay, and the combat was whatever. They added like a, a a grappling hook slingshot, but it didn't work the same way as like the one in Monster Hunter World. So it was like kind of weird. Um, anywho's, they should make they should make a different, better Monster Hunter movie, and I think Nicolas Cage should be in it. I could see. I think Nicolas Cage is built for a video game. I mean, Willy's Wonderland was the Five Nights at Freddy's thing, so that's true. It was basically a video game movie. He would have been good in Jumanji if those movies were (laughs) uh, good. You don't like Jumanji? Not particularly. I guess I haven't seen the new ones. I've only seen the old one. Uh, The old one was deeply formative in how much it scarred me and how fucked up mm. I think it is and <laughs> terrifying for children. But I, I agree, but I didn't see Jumanji when I was an impressionable child. At that point I was a, a young teen when I saw Jumanji. I, yeah. I did see though Zathura when I was mm, a, yeah, a, an impressionable child and that shit scared the fuck out of me. Especially that was terrifying. Space. Huh? Yeah, especially because they're stuck in space. That's like horrible. They're stuck in space. They're stuck in their house that's floating in the middle of space, and there are fucked up lizard men that are in the house trying to kill them. And yeah. I was like, "Uh, hey, I've had nightmares exactly like this, where I'm in my house and there's a fucked up monster trying to find me." That yeah, that movie, that movie, that movie scared the shit out of me. But I still liked it because there was the cool robot and Kristen yeah. Stewart was in it. I think I think looking back, like I I gotta think like is it questionable to expose like children to like this horrific nightmare? But at uh, the same time, I kind of think like hmm, I feel like that's kind of better than like super sanitized corporate garbage that like I doesn't <laughs> stimulate yeah, not, you or anything. There's not enough children's movies that are being made these days that scare them enough. Yeah. I think I think it's good to have I think that might be something that fosters a love of horror in a mm-hmm. child. Because I watched a lot of like movies that would scare me when I was a kid. Yeah. Um and they did genuinely scare me and I would be like hiding during the parts that scared me. Um but I do think that maybe it has something to do with the fact that I love to be scared now by movies. Um, and uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I just think that's that. Yeah. Make so kids shit their if I... pants. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's, it's acceptable because they're a kid. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean... a beautiful thing that we, we lose as we grow up getting scared yeah the things that scare us as children it's like 
Oh, you I know, was like saying shitting her pants, but yes, that oh, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's like a bell curve, you know, like you, you shit it like <laughs> at one end and then you kind of stop doing it and then you get older and you start doing it more again. Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. actually know if that's the bell curve. Uh, you know, it is for some people. <laughs> I, I, right, plan I, mean, it, I, I plan it. I plan for it to be clicking that. I, I plan I'm... for it to be that way for me when I get old, regardless of if I need to or not. Are you going to shit yourself a lot? Yeah, I'm just going to do it and say it wasn't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> you could also pretend to have strokes and people take it seriously. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit of a darker direction, but yeah, it is. I could do that's, that too. That's one of my favorite bits in Community. Chevy Chase's character, like, he'll, because he's <laughs> old, he'll, like, fake a heart to get out of stuff. It doesn't work mm, after a while, though, but... oh. That's in your arsenal, old listeners. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I could get out of stuff by faking a heart attack. Um. <laughs> anyway, maybe we should talk Anywho. about Vampire's Kiss a little bit. Yeah, let's. we haven't said much about Vampire's Kiss, though we have said a lot about Nicolas Cage, which I feel like basically counts. Um, yeah. yeah, What? Were, so uh, we both had some repenting to do. I watched this movie for three hours oh and you know it was it was it was just how it was last time i did this it fucking sucked mm-hmm. yeah um this movie's already feels long enough and the three hour duration didn't help it but you know it, these movies are going by a bit faster now just because i know we're almost done we're almost there we've only got seven more to go that's crazy it's crazy we're almost guys are doing crazy stuff too i don't know it just feels like a bad time with like life stuff going on but i do want to like i'll put more effort into just making this i i agree i i also am like uh it's i feel like all these things that are like i'm i'm setting up to do like i i feel like my schedule's filling up more and i'm like i would like it to maybe slow down a little bit because i do want to put more episode like effort into these last episodes yeah um but uh you know who knows i mean ho- hopefully the the last month of episodes will be able to put a little bit more effort into it uh hopefully but fingers we'll crossed fingers crossed uh, big things coming in the month of May. Okay. So did you yeah, have any yeah. notes? Because I took a few notes. Also, my <laughs> maybe I should do a three-hour watch because my watch was actually kind of lovely. Uh, oh. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. I I just had, I had a pleasant time, you know. Damn. Uh, what's that like? I've I've forgotten. Uh, well, I think it's because I, I watched it on the DVD that you, uh, uh so no Tubi commercials, yeah. which I often mm-hmm. have to deal with, um, no bells and whistles. I got to look at the extras, like, look at the steel, the, the stills, those were nice. Oh, nice, nice. Very goofy looking. Um, they jacked up the contrast, which looks nice for a film still. Uh, I, have you seen the trailer for this, the theatrical trailer for this movie? Uh, I probably have a long time ago, but I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. It was very hokey. 
and it yeah. started yeah it started with like it all started with a kiss or whatever and it was it was just like oh, trying to make wow. it look like a rom-com with him and rachel dude yeah i i i feel like we've been saying this since watch at least three that this movie definitely seems like it's advertised as like a, a romance sex comedy yeah featuring vampires but in fact it is not that at all no it is a sad depraved little character study <laughs> also i took issue with the trailer and i guess it doesn't care but the uh-huh. first kiss was with jackie not rachel so it was yeah i true. guess it started there too because of the bat coming in but whatever oh yeah you could argue that that bat is rachel if you want to read the movie as literally as I read it. That's true. I think it would make, it makes it a more fun movie for doing that. Yeah. It, it <laughs> makes it, it makes it more fun when you believe in magic and vampires. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're a child before, like you lose all your sense of hope and mm. whimsy, you know? Yeah. Well, your, your wonder. Yeah. Before you get thrown um, in the dirt. And you roll around and you, you just can't get it off you, you know. You're just like, well, I'll never be clean again, not fully. Mm-hmm. But with your brain and your Yeah. Heart. Yeah. I yeah, I def that's a good that's a good metaphor for how I feel about this movie and having watched it so many times, is I will never not think about this movie, I think. I hmm. Like, do you guess- think once we have once we have done the final watch a year after we do the one, the last one in May, do you think after we do that that we will then be able to go the rest of our lives without, with like without thinking about this movie? No, I suppose we are changed people for this, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean that much is certain. I do think that I don't know. I do think that. In in terms of my day to day, I'll probably go back to normal, but like very specific mm-hmm. things will definitely like set me off and remind me of things, you know. That's true. Any mention of vampires kiss in the wild will make my heart skip a beat because that yeah. happens already. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone says "raise the roof beam," like I'm just gonna be like, Wait, what? <laughs> that's gonna activate me like a sleeper agent. <laughs> exactly, it'll be our Winter Soldier moment. Yeah. Or that Excuse one movie me, sir, that what did you say? Yeah. What was that movie called? The one that like kind of did that. Uh, I I want to say the Manchurian Candidate. Is that what that movie's about? I don't know. I just know, I know that it's like the, the the whole thing is like someone says blackjack and the guy who goes over and shoots the president or something. Oh, okay. Well, spoilers, Cassidy. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers for the Manchurian Candidate. Maybe I've not seen the movie, so I don't know if that's what that's actually about. Yeah, sorry for all the Frank Sinatra fans, <laughs> big fans of his acting and then his music. I know you're out there. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Do we have any uh, final thoughts on on uh, our boy Cage? Um. Let me just very quickly just go through my notes. I didn't take a lot. Yeah. But... Absolutely. Okay. I wrote how much I I feel at home when it gets to that song where it's like, I was gonna see my baby. Yeah, yeah. You know that that song. Yeah. I I like that song. I think the lyrics are bad. They are definitely bad, which makes it <laughs> better. 
Yes. It, it, it makes it, it fitting it, to the, you know, if it was like an amazing, like, perfectly smartly constructed song, like, it would make no sense in this movie. But Yeah, it gives it the campy horror movie feel when they get, like, a band of people but don't have an actual song to sing. Right, and, like, everyone who's dancing to it, they they look strange. That man who looks like mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, who's, like... I don't yep. know if it's the man who play, who looks like Steve Harvey, but there's another guy who looks like he's, like, just kind of playing the piano on the table... Yeah, and they and they ADR'd like a table hitting sound for some reason. <laughs> right. I can you can hear it every time and it's such a strange choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else? So wrote that. Um you're gonna be unsurprised by this, but in all caps mm-hmm. I wrote the alphabet scene is cunt with the hands on the hips. Yep. Yep. That's why it's he's serving. a good actor. That scene is why he's a good actor. Yeah, that's the scene from the movie. It really is. That should have been like his, like, you know, when they play, like, at the Oscars, they, like, do an out-of-context clip that, like, you don't understand any of the emotional impact of it, and it just kind of doesn't Oh, sure. That should be that scene for his. I thought you were going to say they should play that as his clip in the Oscars for his in memoriam when he dies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow, that's dark. It is dark, but it's going to happen. It is, and that's a good idea. (laughs) <laughs> uh i'm, I'm gonna what infiltrate somewhere add, in a, you know? uh probably that scene from mandy where he's in the car covered in blood and he's yelling and screaming and laughing mm-hmm. or the scene in moonstruck where he's like i lost my hand <laughs> that's true they're probably gonna do that instead because the, the oscars hate horror movies yeah did they nominate moonstruck i feel like that's within the realm of possibility I don't know. I don't think so. It is in the Criterion but, Collection now. Yeah, but I don't know that a lot of... Cri- well, I was about to say I don't think a lot of Criterion movies were Oscar winners, but I don't know that that's true. That's I actually absolutely not true. Parasite's in the Criterion Collection, and that won many Oscars. Yeah, there's there's more than just Parasite in the Criterion Collection, though. I mean, fair enough. You got me they there. They got the Velvet Vampire, which they put on and off the streaming service every month for some reason Mm, very strange yes which to me you know that will always be the movie in which the vampire lady has a dune buggy in the desert you know i think in terms of doing something different with the vampire genre i haven't seen any other one with dune buggies in it so it's fair yeah but okay so I had that. Um, another important note. Uh, I don't know if this is ableist, but Peter is the dumbest man alive. Because uh, he clearly he has some things going on, and like without them, he'd still be stupid. But yeah, I don't. I think <laughs> I think I that his stupidity goes beyond anything that may be genuinely like yeah. uh, wrong. There, I don't remember what I wrote that at, but. That's a very funny said. I think that's a very funny sentence. This Thank may you. be ableist, but blank is the dumbest man alive. Yeah, because I, I don't want to be, you know, and it's like I, I give people credence when they have their own mental issues going. But like you can only take that so far. Like when does personal accountability come into this? You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if it was that that was like because he was like, oh, my God, where am I? Or, or uh maybe him ripping up the note from jackie i it's got to be that right like he the man's a fucking buffoon that woman gave him a second chance 
Yeah. He and yet he still decided he was just gonna be a a, a dingleberry and ruin his own life. Yeah, there's plenty of scenes that could warrant um, writing mm. that down. So there's <laughs> yeah. that. Um, again, you are kind of winning me over with the therapy scene, the last one being a little less than perfect. Yes. Join, uh, join the think, dark side of being yeah. a hater. I just think that for the time that it is, it could have been like a bit more surreal and dreamlike. I think mm-hmm. they take a, a bit. There's no music. Uh, it's not terribly punchy. Uh, I think instead of having uh, Dr. Glazer bring Jackie in, Jackie could just, like, enter the room or something like that just to save mm-hmm. some time. Yeah. I, yeah, it's it's just too long. It and is. It's, it's and just like every other scene in that room. They don't do anything different besides yeah. the fact that he's standing and holding a piece of wood like a weirdo. Yeah, that's true. You know, say what you will about First Bitten, but they, they added some good surreal stuff to it that I think Vampire's Kiss could take some notes from. Uh, yeah. Which has better uh, takes on sexual violence? I don't know. You take your pick, but... Uh, I mean, they're both not good. They're both not good. Well, it's like, do you either assault someone or pressure someone, which is basically... They're both That's bad, good. so do neither, in fact. Watch, um, what was one of those movies we watched? Watch Twilight. Uh, wait until a- marriage. After Hour. Yeah, watch Twilight. Wait for marriage. <laughs> it's true. Mormons had it, man. <laughs> you think that, wait, okay. So you just brought Mormonism into Twilight. Do you think that Bella and Edward would soak at all? Would soak? Yeah, do you know what soaking well, is? It's when you just it's just when you just like stick it in and you don't do anything, right? Yeah, it's when you yeah, you stick it in and then you don't move at all. No, because he's like I couldn't handle it. I just tear you apart, you know. Yeah, and also God is watching. Also God is watching, but like yeah, also God's like watching. He's like, hey, 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 if you do anything, if you move at all any if you do anything of your own volition, that's sex. Yeah. And also, so you, you think have to get he's your like, friend to so jump on the fast. bed. Like, imagine like she's on top. He gets hard. Like he like flings her into the ceiling. You know. Well, it's it's less that, and it's like it's more that uh, one whatever family member he has come in and jump on the bed to generate movement will break the bed and uh, launch them into the sky. Yeah. It. He's. I don't know. They're smart about. That's waiting. also like, a real thing. <laughs> Wait. What? What do you mean? The jumping on the bed to generate movement, that is also a real thing. For Mormons? Yes. Okay, Okay. so like... <laughs> hang on, I gotta readjust really quick. Um, so they have a third party because they can't thrust yeah, themselves. Because they, they can't part- move on their own or else that is sex and in the eyes of God that's a sin. Well, at that point, I don't know, get a waterbed or something. So (laughs) do it on a hammock and just push. No, they can't push themselves. If they do that, that's they have to have a friend to help them. Well, maybe maybe one can jump. uh, One can be already in the hammock and one can jump on and like the centrifugal force of that jumping into it will cause it. And like arguably that's not the same. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Mormons! You, you guys are so funny. 
<laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> I want to hear the pillow talk on that. Like, you're just waiting there. It's like, are you enjoying this? And it's like, oh, I love this. This is the best. Uh, <laughs> want to watch Twilight? Fuck yeah, I want to watch Twilight. <laughs> you know I love to watch Twilight when I'm soaking with you, babe. Oh, God. All right, we need to jump ship. We're... <laughs> I I have I have a stream I need to do, and okay. I I think the episode's pretty much over. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good note to leave on. Okay, so let's do our recommendations. Um, <laughs> Mateo, what what have you got for us okay. today in terms um, of uh, recommends? I I got uh, <laughs> two things. I got I don't know if I. I think I did recommend this before, but I actually started reading it, which I don't think I had at that point. But Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin, uh, award-winning sci-fi novel from, I think, the 70s, liked by Frank Herbert, who wrote Dune. Uh, It's about this guy who, he's like a humanish guy from... We call it, like, the Intergalactic Space Federation. That's not what it's called, but... Mm -hmm. They're just, like, this conglomerate of humanoid people who I think they all come from, like, a similar Earth or whatever and have spread throughout the galaxy. But basically, it's like a Star Trek kind of organization. They're trying to get people to join, and they found this one planet they call Winter. Uh, What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Egethen? Right, so this planet called Gethin, and it's inhabited by these androgynous kind of. Uh, I don't know how to fully describe them, but they have this like kind of genderless race of humanoids who have this kind of old school kind of society. They mm-hmm. they have a very different way of life, and this guy's just trying to convince them to join. But he is very much a cis straight man, and he does not understand their their strange ways. Uh, it's an interesting look on politics and gender and sci-fi, and I very much recommend Left Hand of Darkness. And also, I watched Train Spotting for the first time, so oh hell yeah, that was cool. Yeah, love that movie. Uh, there was so much shit in it: literal poop, little gross toilets, mm-hmm. and blankets covered in shit getting thrown onto breakfast tables um it's it's a it's a hell of a flick and i i love it so much yeah it's a smelly movie i i i i thought i was gonna enjoy it but i was a little bit apprehensive because i think like and I'm, i'm not surprised now watching what what's the rest of the movie what gets uploaded on instagram is like the very pretty shots of like him mm. like at the club and stuff like that in the beginning uh mm-hmm. of his uh renson's like rec- uh declaration of like rejecting society yeah and so i was like oh is this gonna be like a a movie that's like critical but also kind of romanticizing drug use and being a heroin addict and it is not like that they are miserable terrible insufferable people and it's a it's a it's a fun time yeah it's it's definitely like does not romanticize it really at all no, and it's like I, I did. I'll be, I'll admit, I did want to go in to be like, oh, like be Thurston over Ewan McGregor, but it's, it's hard. Although he's not nearly as bad as a lot of his friends, you know. It's, uh, 
<laughs> he's not the most appealing person. He's not great. Watch uh, not great. Velvet Goldmine if you want to thirst over Ewan McGregor. Okay, that's his David. That's a David Bowie movie, right? Yes, yes, it is. Cool. All right. Um, all right. I've just got one recommend, and it is a very mainstream sort of recommend, but I can't not go watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh yeah, it's, was it good? It's yeah, so it's very family friendly. It's very mm-hmm. blockbustery. It's very like safe action movie. Um is it very like post Marvel kinda Yeah, it's a little post Marvel, but I what I will give it is that it is actually funny. Okay. They they do a lot of the like Guardians of the Galaxy style like jokes with like a team that like are all fuck ups that like don't like each other particularly and don't think they can do the big thing, but they come mm-hmm. together and they do it and they're all fuck ups and you know it's all that all it, it's all stuff that would be at home in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but they pull it off just enough that it is funny, and it's like all right you know what fine this is enjoyable this is funny. The action is good. There's a lot of practical effects, which I really appreciated. Um, and honestly, there's a lot of little references to D and D stuff that I knew and I liked. So there's that's wonderful. There's, I mean, what else is it for? You know? Yeah. Like, listen, it's 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 not so dense that it's impenetrable. But there's also a lot of little like, all right, you fucking nerds, do you, do you recognize the, the words "fresh cut grass"? There you go. That's a D and D thing for you. You know this big fat dragon? Yeah, he's got a name. He's in an adventure. There he is. Are you happy? And yes, I was happy. That is lovely and wonderful. And I was gonna say like, yeah, I wouldn't expect the D and D movie to be described as dense by any means. Hmm. I mean, That'd it be could funny. have been. But it, it wasn't, been. and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hope. My only complaint is that the tiefling in the movie is white. Mm. When I first saw the trailers, I didn't even think she was a tiefling. She, well, she's a druid, so I thought she was just an elf who had like uh some horns that like yeah. she had as like a druid or like it was a headdress or something. But no, she's a tiefling. She has a tail. You could just barely fucking see it because it's tiny. Very disappointing. It's Terrible so movie. disappointing. Uh, boycott it. Don't watch it. Yeah. Actually, fuck this movie. Uh, it's terrible. Review bomb it. Um... <laughs> My hope is that this is like this first movie that comes out is like everyone's first D&D campaign where everyone plays like elves and humans and dwarves and shit. And then yeah. the second movie will be like everyone else's second D&D campaign where they all play like tieflings and minotaurs and orcs and gay robots and shit like that, you know? Right. That's what yeah. I'm hoping the next movie will be like. It probably won't, but yeah, I, I can still dream. One um, any hoomst, uh, it is now time for us to plug our shit. I'll go first. Uh, go, please. Please go and follow me on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash wizarddrinks. Um, I have in the cu- in the recent weeks be- uh, gotten affiliate, so I can now be Ooh. paid for streaming. If you're not yeah. sub, uh, turn your ad blocker off and get me that ad money. And if you don't want to do that, uh, 
please give me your subscriptions. You can you can do that for free if you've got Amazon Prime. You just connect it to your account, give me that Prime sub. That's a two and a half dollars that I get uh, if you do that. So uh, please, I'm begging you. Um, yeah, that's Wizard Drinks. Uh, and also go follow us on Twitter. We post every so often. But there's big things coming. We are going, both of us are going to be in New York uh, around the 20th to the 26th, I will say. Uh, And there will be events. More details to come. And they'll be very eventful. Yes. Very fun. There might be a fight or two. You know, we're going to bring that Waffle House energy to the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. We're going to all be doing mescaline. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you got anything you want to plug, Mateo? Uh, yeah, uh, I plug backing up your phone before the storage gets too full and then it stops working. And it's That's been huge. trying to back up on the cloud and it's been saying three hours remaining for the whole day. So I will have to go to the apple store or something so back up your drives do it now you know you know you've been putting it off just do it now yeah um any hoops uh that's all from us thank you all for listening i've been cassidy i've been mateo good night bye bye Dream of me, 